I'm back and we're gonna try and make this one a little bit shorter this time because I know you guys want like bite-sized things like I would too. So we're gonna be doing the psychodynamic approach with a bit of Freud. Mm. So the main assumption of the psychodynamic approach is that all behaviour can be explained in terms of inner conflicts in the mind. Freud highlights the role of the unconscious mind, the structure of the personality and the influence that it had on that childhood experiences had on later life. Freud believed that the unconscious mind determines most of our behaviour and that we are motivated by unconscious emotional drives. So, AO1, the tripartite personality. And according to Freud, our personality is composed of three parts. The id, it is the biological part, the instincts and drives of the personality. It's innate desire pleasure-seeking, aggression and sexual impulse. It is present at birth and the id is motivated by all of them and it demands instant gratification of needs. The ego, that develops from one to three years and it is motivated by the reality principle. It mediates the conflict between the id and the superego and it is a defence mechanism to achieve this. The superego develops from three to five years and it is motivated by the morality principle. It, it punishes the ego for guilt for wrongdoing. To be mentally healthy, the ego, the ego has to be able to balance the demands of the ego and the superego. If the superego is dominant, the individual might develop a neurosis, e.g. depression, and if the id is dominant, the individual might develop a psychosis like schizophrenia. Um, we've got to remember that this is an approach, so not everything um, is 100% accurate. It's just one way of looking at psychology, which means you can use it as a nice evaluation point or you can use it um, an evaluation point in other parts of the topic. You know, you can say this looks at it in a psychodynamic approach, which means it ignores other approaches like humanism and all the other ones. <laughs> um, but you can also, if you get a question about this in the issues and debates part of the paper, um, you can use this as A01. So the mind, he believed, or they believe, is um, divided into three parts. So you've got the conscious mind, which is like what we can um, what we can see now we can access without any effort. It contains part of the ego. And then you've got the pre-conscious. Um, so this is the part of the mind that we cannot access without effort. And that contains the ego and some of the superego. So that's the part of the mind that you kind of have to think about, but you know it's there. And the unconscious part, which this is the part of the mind that cannot be accessed without the help of a trained psychoanalyst. It contains the superego and the id. So when unconscious conflicts between the id and the superego cannot be resolved by the ego, they create anxiety. And to re reduce this anxiety, we use defence mechanisms such as repression. So defence mechanisms are really easily overlooked, but we got a question about them in our A-level paper, I think, or one of the past papers. So it's really important that you do read up about these and they're nice to like link into other things. So repression is one of them and it is used by the ego to keep disturbing memories out of the conscious mind and in the unconscious mind where they cannot be accessed, such as sexual or aggressive urges or painful childhood memories, they would, these would be repressed. Displacement is another one. An impulse may be redirected from its original target onto a more acceptable one. Being angry with your father or shouting at your little sister, you are displacing your anger and 
you're upset and your inner turmoils on other people. Denial, so you deny the existence of this unpleasant internal or external reality and it is kept out of conscious awareness, um, having lost your job or yeah, you having so for example you lose your job but you go to work every day that would be denial that you lost your job please don't do that that's weird um psychosexual stages my favorite i used to remember this as old age pensioners like guinness so old being oral a a for um age being um anal p for pensioners being phallic um pensioners aren't phallic that's funny Uh, l for like is latent and g for guinness is genital so the oral stage happens between zero and one Uh, the source of pleasure is through the mouth sucking swallowing Uh, the outcome if forceful feeding deprivation of early weaning uh, weaning occurs then fixation could lead to oral activities like smoking dependency and aggression um, anal would be in years one to three and that's um, when you get pleasure from the anus by withholding or expelling faeces um, if toilet training is too harsh or too lax and the fixation could lead to obsessive tidiness uh, meanness untidiness and generosity um, generosity yeah generosity but um, if you if you know anyone's three-year-olds they absolutely love poo so that's a I mean, that could be true. Uh, the phallic stage is in the three to five years, and that's when you have penis or clitoris. Clitoris. <laughs> can't believe I said that. Um, stimulation. Uh, masturbation. That's where you get your pleasure from. And if abnormal family setup leading to unusual relationships with the mother and father, then fixation could lead to vanity, self-obsession, sexual anxiety, inadequacy, inferiority, envy or you could even become gay according to freud which i don't think is a personally don't think it's a bad thing and i don't think anybody should think it's a bad thing but um freud saw that as like a consequence uh, perhaps not the best one so you could use that as an evaluation point at the latent stage which is five to puberty where sexual drives are repressed fixation does not happen in this stage Then genital, which is puberty to death. The genitals is where you get pleasure from. The adult derives pleasure from masturbation or sexual intercourse and fixation at this stage should not occur if you are a mentally healthy adult. But as you can know from studying psychopathology, what is a mentally healthy adult? Anyway, so AO3, applications. Um, The psychodynamic approach has given rise to one of the first talking cures, which is psychoanalyst, psychoanalysis. And this approach can be used to explain mental disorders such as depression, schizophrenia, although explanations are rarely used by mainstream psychology. One of the very influential concepts put forward by Freud is the lasting importance of childhood on later life and development. Evaluation, AO3, again, the concepts of the id, the ego and the superego are very abstract and difficult to test experimentally. So evidence is obtained from case studies like Little Hands. Um, Little Hands was a boy, I think he was the boy that thought um, he saw a horse that looked like his dad and then he was scared of his dad. I think that's the one, but you can look up Little Hands. Um, And you can also say that it's a case study, so it's only one person, so you can't generalise it. 
Um, the theory itself is not falsifiable, as if people behave in the way pre- predicted by the theory, it is viewed as support. And if they don't, it is argued that they are using defence mechanisms. So there is no way out of disproving or proving the theory. The individual is seen as responsible for their disorders. However, as the conflicts in which lead to these disorders are unconscious, there is nothing they can do about it without an analysis, which they can they are which means they are disempowered. And if you can't afford to pay for privately, or you're spending months on a waiting list for cams, like it can be very dangerous for people. Um, it cannot be explained by bi- biological symptoms. It is just very much up in the air as to talking therapies you know it's not defined by biologists you can say that could be argued that freud was the first person to highlight the importance of childhood and mental health and this is an idea extensively used today um and also at the time he was very much looking at it through a male lens um with the oedipus complex which um suggests that um i think it suggests that um um, you fancy your mother sort of thing or penis envy which suggests that women really want to have a penis um, because they're, they're jealous of the power that it holds sort of thing um, Freud's daughter then um, in, like came up with the Electra complex which was for women um, suggesting that they um, saw their dads in a sexual way um, there's a lot and lot a lot of stuff that you can read up about Freud but that is some of the basics um, I hope it didn't creep too many people out. I mean, it is very, very interesting reading and it has shaped a lot of what psychology is today. And I think it's very interesting um, the way in which he views psychology and very different to what a lot of people perceive it to be. Um, but he's perhaps one of the most popular names in psychology, if not the popular, most popular. Um, yeah, I hope that helped you a bit. Um, thanks, guys.